is the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Dan Casey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What a beautiful day on the panel this morning. First and foremost, to kick off this wonderful day, NAS Whiting Field. We have Jamie Coffey is here, and we're just ready to talk about public affairs at Whiting, all the fun things that we've got going on. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks again for having us. Um, so we'll start out with a little bit of intros so that you know who's in the room and how and uh, who everybody is. We'll say, who is that? What's the saying? Who's who in the zoo today? Oh, I, love it. I love that. Who's who in this zoo? Oh, it's, it's a straight up zoo and we're going to have fun with it. Though. <laughs> Absolutely. So first, I want to introduce my new or I should say NAS Whiting Fields new deputy public affairs officer. And so that's Mr. Zach Harris. And we are so glad to have you, Zach. Good morning. I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's great. I've been um, doing public affairs for the last six months or so after Julie Ziegenhorn retired. And um, we're just so glad. I'm, I'm so glad to have a partner in crime, as I like to say. <laughs> but um, and then also, I would like to introduce our executive officer for NAS Whiting Field. And I'm almost ready to say Mr. Jeremy Dowdy, but right now, we'll get Ooh. into that here very soon, but I will introduce Executive Officer Commander Jeremy Dowdy. Good morning, sir. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning. Glad to be here. It's really nice to have you. I've been wanting to do this now. Um, you have been out at Whiting as the XO for the last year and a half when did wait, i don't even Coming remember when you, three years now three Coming years it's a three-year three tour um so we, we've been um i've been chomping in the bit and kind of itching to get you on the radio um so for all the listeners out there exo is um just like all of our leaders and and the aviators multifaceted multi-talented <laughs> so we'll get into that here in a little bit about all the things that um uh, that you've done over the over the past um two decades or more yeah but first let's start out where are you from uh, before we get into that i just want to also uh welcome zach on board helping you out um for the listeners, Zach is uh, is a Navy veteran, um, and in my in the Naval Air Station Whiting Field Public Affairs Office, um, it used to be run by a pair of Air Force people uh, up on the Navy base, uh, Miss Julie Ziegenhorn and uh, Miss Jamie Coffee. But um, Julie uh, retired. Jamie obviously is still doing a great job, even with the Air Force stink on her. But <laughs> glad to have some Navy uh, representation. We love that. Uh, back, back up at the Naval Air Station. Um, <laughs> and we like to joke and kid up there at Whiting Field, and Jamie knows it's all in jest. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, where am I from? I'm from uh, I'm from way up north, Bath, Maine. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll talk about my journey a little bit on how I got down here. Um, coming from Bath, Maine, I didn't know like, any other high school kid, didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, but I thought uh, shipping out on merchant ships um, – Sounded like a pretty good idea. I had an older uh, cousin that went to Maine Maritime Academy, and I uh, got a pretty decent job. And I thought, man, I'll do that. And then my father came home from work one day and said, did you know there's a federal service academy, just like West Point, Annapolis, uh, Air Force Academy, uh, for the Merchant Marine, Merchant Marine Academy in Kings Point, New York? I said, nope, didn't know it. And he said, well, you're putting in an application for it. <laughs> so I said, yeah, sure thing. And, uh, and that's where I went, got my commission. But uh, while there... Um, I got the opportunity to uh, 
to get a flight physical and see if I was even qualified to be a, a Navy pilot. And uh, so my entire journey was just kind of what if, like what's next? Sure, I'll, I'll see if I'm qualified, um, come down here to flight school to Pensacola for the first time, see if I can make it through, uh, select helicopters, see if I can get winged as a helicopter aviator, and then get out to the fleet and see if I can keep going and be an aircraft commander, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just right. been a journey of, of can you can you make it and do it? Yeah. Um, now, what is your total number? Because I mentioned two decades, but that was a guess because I don't know your total number. What do you have right now for total years in service? 22 years yeah. and a few months as of right now. Uh, and, uh, and I will retire here in March of 24, and that'll be 22 years and six months, almost to the dot. Um, this is my third time back here at, uh, at Whiting Field. And, uh, and, it, and it, it's amazing. It's the highlight of my career yeah. for sure. It was yeah. here as a student um, back in 2002, mm-hmm. um, got winged in 2003, came back as an instructor from 2007 to 2010, mm-hmm. and now back here for the third time as second in command of the base and living the dream. That's full circle. You have truly done full circle with the Navy, but with NAS Whiting Field. We lo- and we love... Um, to have all that expertise and it and it has shown um uh, that's amazing okay so the other thing that happens with the navy that i've noticed is when navy sailors or when navy personnel meet someone from their past or they they talk about their your previous um service one of the things i always hear them ask each other is what ships have you been on that's like the biggest, <laughs> right? So, I'm gonna ask you uh, before I ask you what your favorite assignment was. Um, can you give us a little background as to what ships you've been on or what what you've flown into or onto? Yeah, absolutely. Um, coincidentally, it's I'm a little bit boring in that fact because uh, both of my seagoing flying tours uh, were on. USS Dwight D. Eisenhower, okay. uh, Carrie Irwin 7. I did that as a junior officer from 2004-2007, and then again as a department head um, from 2012-2014, I think. Um, so coincidentally, same ship both times uh, for a flying tour. And then I had to do a uh, what we pilots call the uh, Aviation Appreciation Tour, otherwise known as our Disassociated Sea Tour, where we join ship's company and are not flying. Uh, so I was the safety officer on USS Kearsarge. Uh, for a tour and uh, and that was I did for a while uh, my claim to fame was that I had at least landed on every east coast based aircraft carrier in the fleet oh that's cool but now they've done some port changes and and uh, gone over the other coasts and over to Japan so they've kind of shuffled it up I don't think I have that claim to fame anymore but Mm -hmm. at one time I did and that was pretty cool so we talk um, and it's funny that I said a year and a half because I, I mean it's just the time has flown by. It like truly has flown by, but I can't wait to get your your take on that as well. But for the last three years, um, once in a blue moon, El Centro comes up, and I think El Centro comes up um, one because you just that was your last assignment, and there was some comparison there, and it helped with insight as well. And you were the XO for El Centro, correct? I was You're, okay. So you know that comes with a lot of insight. But what is has been your favorite? assignment your favorite place to live yeah um i mean that's easy coming back here to santa rosa county pensacola um you whiting field uh for the third time uh came back here for the third time for a reason um you know third time's a charm uh i am gonna retire and stay local 
and uh, and super looking forward to it. So being back here, like you mentioned, full circle from being a, a junior ensign flight student to mm-hmm. now being second in command of uh, of the air station at Whiting uh, has been just the most amazing thing. And uh, my tour at Whiting here is is the most amazing thing. <sighs> but as you said, uh, I w- I'm a two time installation XO, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so. So I don't have the learning curve coming into this whiting job that I did out there in the desert of Southern California in El Centro. That was my, my first EXO tour. So pretty steep learning curve out there, but got here and was able to hit the ground running and, yeah. uh, and just have an incredible um, civilian staff. I would say for the listeners, what they don't understand about the Naval Air Station is it's really a, about a 50-50 mix of, mm-hmm. of the active duty sailors um, and officers that, that are coming through every three years and swapping out. But, uh, but we've got about a 50% workforce of government civilians, such as yourself and right. Zach, um, who really carry, down, carry on the continuity and the day-to-day operations of the, of the air station. And the staff up at Whiting is just top-notch and makes mine and Captain Paul Flores' job super, super easy. Yeah, you know, kind of share with everybody or with everyone that, um, you know, I'm going to sing your praises a little bit today, so you, you're just going to have to accept that. <laughs> But um, so for the listeners, um, the CO and the XO and, and XO, you especially have been um, able to lead with an open mind and an open heart for us. Um, and you've done a phenomenal job. But that makes it uh, all the more tighter and more successful when you do, you mentioned the civilian population. And we, you're right, we do have that continuity piece. Um, and for you all to come in with that open mind and that open heart and that says, okay, we can make changes if it's needed, but what is already working and what is already a success that we can just, I can continue to support. And you have done such a phenomenal job of that um, out at Whiting. Um, you know, I'm, I'm tr- going to try to say this to the end, but you will absolutely be missed because of your leadership style. Um, it's been it's been an amazing tour for all of us as well. I hate to speak for all the civilian population out at NAS Whiting Field, but um, I can speak with confidence based on a lot of the population uh, sharing with me that you are absolutely like, going to be missed. Um, so let's kind of dive into that a little bit more with um, you supervising all of us, <laughs> but uh, kind of your roles and responsibilities. What are some of the what are uh, what are some of the other things that um, you're doing as an ex- executive officer, um, and they can span from the Centro, from El Centro, all the way to NAS Whiting Field. But what are what are some of those responsibilities that are on your shoulders? Yeah, the executive officer of a, of a Navy installation or the Navy base, um, second in command, obviously backing up the commanding officer, uh, Captain Paul Flores, right. um, but. But more than just backing him up, I try to make sure that uh, all the day-to-day operations and running the phenomenal staff, uh, running the staff goes smoothly so that the captain is free to be a strategic thinker, um, think up and out, uh, where I kind of run the staff down and in. Yeah. And, uh, and the Navy base is made up of, as you know, uh, we've got security, firefighting, uh, medical, uh, I mean, it's an airport, air traffic controllers, runways, uh, a public works department to maintain uh, the power of the water, the roadways. Yeah. Um, so 
all of that and, and of course, an administrative staff, um, obviously running that. So running that entire staff, I'm basically a chief staff officer or um, or the, the deputy mayor of a small town, yeah. as, as Kevin yeah. Flores and I like to talk about it. Yeah, uh, running all of those functions um, that, uh, that, that need to occur to run the base, to keep everybody aligned. Um, our mission up there at Whiting is to fly all of those orange and white aircraft, the T-6 Texan, the fixed wing aircraft out of Northfield, and the TH-57 or new TH-73 rotary wing helicopters out of Southfield. Um, so we need to keep those runways, uh, the airport open for business and, uh, and get those aviators flying, those students flying to create winged aviators to get them manning up those aircraft carriers to get them on deployment and where they need to go. That's right. Training war fighters. <laughs> um, okay. So let's switch up a little bit from your responsibilities on the uniform side, um, and talk a little bit more personal. Can you tell us a little bit, or would you like to share us a little bit about family? Do you have children, married children? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I am married, and um, my wife is actually a, a government employee uh, down at the the other base, Naval Air Station <laughs> Pensacola. Um, <laughs> we're good friends with Cam Shashadi and company down there at Pensacola, but there's a little bit of base-to-base rivalry. Um, they, uh, they share... They get all the uh, the special attention with the Blue Angels and the museum, and, and so we always like to give them a little bit of razzing that we're doing the actual work, mm. flying the planes up at Whiting Field, <laughs> and they're just kind of the uh, the pretty boys uh, that get the media attention down there. At Classroom and navigators. Yeah, we're doing but pilots. No, so uh, <laughs> no. my beautiful wife Jessica um, was fortunate enough to get a job down there uh, at Pensacola, and then uh, and then I've got a uh, freshman boy and a uh, and a third grader girl. A little bit of a gap yeah. between the two, but uh, they're the highlights of my life and mm-hmm. would do anything for them. Yeah, and you're kind of starting the teenage lifestyle, you know, you and wife and your parents that te- doing the teenage thing. Um, and you start looking, or they start looking at the future, you know, what do I want to do now that they're almost in high school and, you know, they got to think about college and the future. Um, and, and I'm the same same way, and it says, okay. What about military? What about college? What about trade school? Where do you think you're interested? You know, so has your son shown any interest yet to military or to something specific? Yeah, that's, yet? A, that's a great question because we all we think. Um, I mean, I, I'm not naive to the fact that that I I don't do something really cool, right? Like, right. I'm a navy aviator, naval naval aviator. I'm a pilot. I wear a flight suit every day. Um, and my son has grown up around that. He's been around the squadrons. He's been around the other pilots. Right. And uh, so you you would think that, um, man, that would catch on, and that, yeah. that's what he would want to do. Yeah, my dad but, flies helicopters. But uh, we watched uh, the, 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 the Legacy 1986 Top Gun, and then obviously we watched the new Top Gun Maverick. Right. And, uh, and he has no interest wow. at all in being a pilot. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's funny. However, um, this was kind of interesting uh, – he, he's a prolific reader, reads a ton. Um, he's starting to be a pretty good arguer um, mm. to his parents, uh, <laughs> but an informed one. And uh, so, he <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that changes things, doesn't it? When they so when they have a so we 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 think that uh, so he wants to look into potentially being a lawyer. Um, oh wow! But uh, but then yeah. I was telling him, hey, the Navy has lawyers as well, judge right. advocate generals. Yep. Uh, the Navy will pay for you to go to college, pay for you to go to law school, and. And you could be a lawyer in the Navy. And he thought, well, yeah. okay, maybe uh, maybe he'll look into that. We haven't right. shown the the old uh, show, TV show, Jag yet. Yeah, so maybe I need to, to get into that. 
Okay, so one more. I, this is one of the EXO fun facts that I kind of wanted to share and bring up if, you, if you're willing to share. But you are a twin. I am a twin. Um, the, one of the funniest things that happens from time to time is that, uh, well, be, being in the CORXO, I don't answer my own phone. We have, a, we have an administrative assistant secretary who answers the phone for us. So every once in a while, my, my twin brother will call my office and, uh, <laughs> and my secretary will pick up a phone and he'll be like, um, hey, is Commander Dowdy there? And uh, she'll be like, yep, Commander, may I ask who's calling? And he'll say, Commander, Commander Dowdy. Dowdy. <laughs> because he's, he's a naval reservist who yeah. also has the rank of commander. Um, so it's, it's pretty funny. But he's up in uh, Philadelphia, works uh, for the Navy as a civilian engineer, um, okay. but, uh, but also works for the Navy as a drilling reservist. Okay, so real, I'm just super curious. So when you were both kind of um, starting the process in the Navy and figuring all of that out. Did you both do that at the same time or was one of you one of you first with the interest on the military side or did your dad kind of say to both of you, okay guys? <laughs> we we both were gonna be uh, merchant, sar- merchant okay. sailors and ship out. Um, and then we both ended up going to the Merchant Marine Academy, but, okay. uh, but he uh, had an opportunity to get a, a non-sailing yeah. Uh, job as a maritime engineer working for the Navy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another funny uh, fact about him, sometimes I tease him and call him the water boy <laughs> <laughs> because his specialty is uh, is pumps, desalination units, uh, and heat exchangers. Okay. So he makes water. That's yeah. He makes water on Navy ships. Yeah, he's a water uh, and expert. And goes and, and fixes the the Navy ships when they need it need help yeah. uh, from civilian counterparts getting their water production fixed. Yep. But uh, I dumb it down and just call him the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Only you can do that with a brother. <laughs> I love it. Um, so we've kind of talked about um, what you're doing now in the present, but I'd like to switch gears on you again and talk a little bit about the future. Um, so we kind of mentioned your total service, but, and I've already hinted at it at the beginning there when we kind of popped on this morning, but you are getting close to retirement. I want to say, um, you mentioned March, but you'll actually be out of the seat, um, prior to that with, um, with leave and all the things that occur in the transition. Um, you know, there's a joke we always say too. What do you want to do when you grow up? So that's the other question you get when you retire. Um, so what do you want to do after retirement? What are your plans right now? Yeah. So I'm, um, uh, you know, third time's a charm, as I've mentioned. Um, back here, uh, live down in Gulf Breeze. Love Pensacola, Milton, Pace, Santa Rosa County. Yeah. And uh, and I'm definitely staying here. Got my okay. retirement house down there in Gulf Breeze. I'm I'm here for the long haul. Third time's a charm. Yep. And uh, as for what I do, what I want to do when I grow up, um, you know, a lot of my peer group are getting out and joining the airlines. The airlines are hiring um, pretty extensively right now. A lot of good job opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to do that, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, I think my flying days are over. That puts me, uh, you know, pilots do spend uh, a lot of time away from home. And mm-hmm. I want to focus on being home, being there for my kids. Yes. I spent a lot of time away in, in the Navy. So now it's yeah. time to be home and have their back. But as for what I do next, uh, when I grow up, as you say, um, that's still up in the air. I'm, I'm searching, I'm looking. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, maybe uh, dabble into some local politics. Um, yeah, we'd love to, that. Uh, we'd talk love to Commissioner that. Wright um, down in my district for Santa Rosa County, county commissioners a couple of times and, and, uh, 
but I don't know. Yeah, it's we'd love doors, for you to serve in the Santa Rosa County in in some type of um, in the government aspect or just helping to lead and provide guidance and support for um, Santa Rosa County. I think that they would. Um, you'd be such an asset to Santa Rosa County, whatever that and whatever that takes, you know, shape or form um, to lead or, or help support. Gosh, that would be wonderful. Um, so as we're kind of wrapping up here in the, in the last few minutes, I want to kind of jump back to Whiting. Um, we've been in the news a little bit. We've had a couple of mentions. And one of the things that um, keeps coming up is the new aviation park. And that's a located or it's going to be located on the back side of NAS Whiting Field. Um, so wanted to ask you, you know, what is that partnership all about? If, if you want to just kind of give our viewers, um, you know, a 30 second rundown of what is that aviation park? It's, it's been mentioned for um, its grant award. So the Santa Rosa County received $4.2 million, And then before that, it was a $6.4 million grant. Um, for that aviation park and the extension of that runway to connect. So can you just give us a little, what what is that aviation park and what's it going to do for the county and for the base? Yeah, absolutely. That um, that aviation park has been, uh, been being ta- has been talked about for quite some time now, I mean, 20, 30 years, I think, uh, from inception to finally fruition now. But um, what people, a lot, of, a lot of people don't know about our aircraft is that sometimes they have to go back to like a factory level kind of maintenance overhaul. And when we send our fixed wing T sixes, I think they fly out to Oklahoma, yep. and uh, and then our Bell helicopters, um, the Legacy fifty sevens, I think went back to uh, Bell in, in Texas. So um, so the new helicopter we call the TH seventy three Thrasher, but it's a it's a Leonardo uh, AW one nineteen mm-hmm. uh, civilian um, variant of a, of the helicopter. So Leonardo uh, Helicopter Corporation up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, is where those things are being manufactured, but. Instead of uh, when they get to a, a factory level, uh, depot level maintenance, flying back up to Philadelphia and, and le- losing those training days and, and all of that uh, that time, um, Santa Rosa County, the U.S. Navy, the Whiting Field worked with Leonardo as part of the program to say, "Hey, you could put, you could be the first um, major corporation in this in this industrial park, this aviation park out uh, out the east gate of Ace Whiting Field. Um, we'll have a a, a through a through way through the fence line um, okay. via taxiway. Um, so now instead of going to Philadelphia or Oklahoma or Texas, uh, when those TH-73s need maintenance, they just roll them right through the fence line. Right. It's right there. It's going to bring a lot of uh, you know m- good tech um, STEM jobs mm-hmm. uh, to Santa Rosa County up there at the industrial park. And Leonardo is not the sole exclusive uh, tenant there. Uh, we're going to bring in uh, a bunch more businesses, aviation-related businesses, for the same uh, type of work um, down there. To we have two airfields: Northfield, Southfield. Uh, Southfield is a is a multiple thousand-foot-long uh, runway that uh, will be able to accommodate um, numerous um, civilian aircraft to come in there and then taxi right over to that aviation park and uh, and do what they need to do. Gosh, it's really good to talk good news. It's really great to talk good news. XO, it has been a pleasure having you lead and supervise us out at Whiting Field. Um, and you will be missed. You will be missed. Well, thanks thank again. Thank you so much. Yep. Thanks again for having Thanks for having me. Thanks for having us, Jan. We appreciate it. Thank you all for coming in today and sharing the good news out at Whiting Field. 
the pretty boys at NAS? I don't know. And girls, I don't know. I ain't touching that one. It's News Radio 92.3. The Pensacola Expert Panel up next. Ballinger Publishing with Malcolm Ballinger.